Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. So glad that you are here. I am your host, Vince Parker, and my co-host, Mr. James Meehan, is here today. James, how you doing, sir? Oh, Vince, I am doing wonderful. Excited to be here, ready for what will be, I guess, I guess now technically week two of Switch in real life. We're back at it. Man, I think that's awesome. So glad that we are back at it. You know, it makes me feel like 2021 is off to an amazing start. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but how's your 2021 been so far? Uh, man, it's, you know, been an interesting start to the year. I think that many of us were a little bit surprised for 2021 to come out of the gate swinging so strong, trying to outdo 2020. But I am getting ready for my first child to enter the world. As of right now, my wife is 39 and a half weeks pregnant. And so that baby can come at any moment. And so if I just get up and leave this podcast conversation, that's because my wife just called me and she is in labor. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been an interesting start to the year, but I'm really excited for uh, everything that's happening. Super awesome. Well, if that happens, we will not edit that out. We will make sure that people are aware <laughs> of that so they can feel like they're actually in the moment with you. Come on. Love uh, it. Super awesome. And by the way, I've seen some really great memes coming out of 2021. Like it's been really Dude, yes. a lot of fun. But let's go ahead and dive into our topic uh, this week. Uh, we're talking about is Christianity true? Oh, okay. Dum, 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 dum. So is okay. it? I believe it is. I, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. You know, I've, I've over the years when I was younger, I kind of wrestled back and forth and trying to figure some things out and understanding. But man, I know God to be true. I know God to be real. Uh, Come on. But let's dive in. Let's hear what you have to say because you are our content creator genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know we're in the series "What Is Truth" right now in the month of January at Switch Online and Switch in Real Life. And uh, for the first week of Switch in Real Life, we just asked the question, "What is truth?" And what we did is we helped our students understand that the concept of truth cannot be separated from the character of God, because truth is not just a what; truth is also a who. Because Jesus in John fourteen six made the claim that He is the way the truth, and the life. And the definition of truth is that which is consistent with reality and the original. And in John 1, John makes the claim that Jesus was there from the beginning because in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And so that's how we kicked off this series about what is truth, is laying the foundation for our young people to understand that truth is always found in the person of Jesus. Now, what we're about to do as we're preparing for week two of our What is Truth series is ask the question, is Christianity true? Right? Because if it's true, then absolutely Jesus is worth following. This is a uh, movement the church is worth giving our lives to. But if it's not, then it's not. I believe it was C.S. Lewis who once said that um, if Christianity is true, it is of infinite importance. If Christianity is not true, then it is of no importance. The only thing Christianity cannot be is of moderate importance. <laughs> and so because of that, what we want to do in this week's message content and throughout the night of Switch is help our students understand, first and foremost, that there are good reasons to believe that Christianity is true. 
And we also want them to know that Switch is a space where they have freedom to wrestle with their questions, to process their doubts, and choose to follow Jesus in spite of their questions and along with their questions. Okay. So, James, let me ask you this question. That would be a difficult statement to kind of take in as in terms of students are allowed to wrestle. Because sometimes we panic when someone we care about says, I don't believe in Jesus. Right. Right. So how can we allow someone to wrestle with something? What are some best practices or things that we can do to allow that to happen? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, it starts with our own trust in Jesus. I think one of the most common misunderstandings that happens uh, when it comes to Christianity today is we have this really backwards understanding of what faith is, right? There's a lot of caricatures of faith that are so not true and so not helpful there are, you know, I've heard some atheists say that when Christians say they have faith, really what they mean is they're pretending to know things that they don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, you know, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, the author of Hebrews gives us this statement of faith, this idea that this confident assurance in the things that we hope for and the things that we do not see. And so what some people can do is they get so locked into the idea of faith is believing in the things that we don't see that we miss all of the other ways that God gives us evidence for the truthfulness of who he is and what he says. So for example, like Hebrews 11, that entire chapter is described as the hall of faith, because after the author introduced this this concept of faith, then the author goes through and just lays down one example after another of people throughout biblical history choosing to trust in God, not based off of just, you know, their own intuition, but based off of the things that God told them and the things that God showed them. And so there was this essence of faith of, okay, God, because I've seen you do this, I'm going to trust you in the things that I haven't yet seen. And so because of that, I really think it's important for us to understand that faith is not a leap into the dark. Faith is a leap into the light. Faith is choosing to trust based on the evidence. And so because of that, for us as leaders, I think that we have to wrestle with the question ourselves, why do I believe Christianity is true? What are the things that I have seen God do in my life that helps me to believe that the claims of Jesus are actually true? What are the things that I've seen um, in history that lead me to believe that the claims of Christianity are are true? What are the things that I've seen through the way that science and the Bible work together to illustrate this beautiful picture of how God has been working in and through nature from the very beginning that lead me to believe that Christianity is a better explanation for everything we see, everything we hear, everything we know than any other worldview? And the reality is that there might be some of us who, as we're going on this journey of asking the question, why do I believe Christianity is true? We're going to find ourselves in a place where we don't actually have really great reasons to believe it, We just always have. And so the goal of this week's content is to present three good reasons to believe that Christianity is true. And the reason why I kind of laid that groundwork is because if you don't have a good reason to believe that Christianity is true, then somebody else opening up about their doubts can be really, really scary because you might find yourself in a place where you start to feel this wrestling and this doubt of, oh gosh, like they just asked this question that I don't know the answer to. Does that mean that my faith is weak? And for you as a leader, I need you to know that is not at all what that means, that in our journey of following Jesus, we're all going to wrestle with questions. We're all going to have doubts. 
but I can assure you that there are good reasons to believe that Christianity is true. So when one of your students opens up about their questions, about some of the things that they've read on the internet or some of the reasons they believe that um, you know Christianity doesn't make sense, I would make sure that you are ready and prepared that, you know what, they're going to have some questions that you might not have answers to, and that is totally okay. And then from there, what you'll get to do is go on this journey of discovery with your students to find answers to those questions. Because I can assure you that throughout the last 2,000 years, there are so many different Christian scholars and thinkers and theologians who have come up with so many brilliant arguments that uh, that, that, that serve to provide evidence for the existence of God. There are so many great answers to the big questions that people have that cause them to question the existence of God. And so when it comes to your student wrestling with their doubts and then bringing that to you, I think if you are in a place where you are confident in your faith and you have a good understanding of why it is you believe that you believe, uh, why it is you believe what you believe, then you're going to be so much better off in pr- creating a space for those students to be able to wrestle with those questions. I think that's awesome, James. You know, I've heard it said this way before that doubt is not the absence of faith, but part of the journey. And so Come on. I think it's important that as our leaders listen to this and they understand that it's okay that you wrestle with things and it's also okay that your students wrestle with things because it's all part of the journey of growing in our relationships with Jesus. So I think that's totally awesome. I think that's really amazing. And that's why I'm really excited about these series. Uh, James, can you tell us about the last two weeks of this particular series? Kind of give us a heads up on that. Yeah, so week number one, what is truth? That's what we've already covered. Truth isn't a what, it's a who. Week number two, is Christianity true? We're going to look at three different arguments for the existence of God to help our students understand that there are good reasons to believe that Christianity is true. And then week number three, as we're wrapping up this series, we're going to take the things that we've learned in weeks one and in weeks two, and we're going to help our students be equipped to look at the things that are happening in culture, the sayings that people have, the things that people might claim are true. And we're going to contrast those with the teachings of Jesus to help our students understand that if you're going to learn how to live truly in a culture that has actually rejected truth, you've got to be able to compare and contrast the things that culture claims to be true with what Jesus actually says is true. And so we'll look at a few different statements that um, some might call conventional wisdom or popular sayings in our world today. And we're going to put those next to some of the teachings of Jesus to help our students understand that what Jesus offers is so much better and so much different than the popular ideas of our culture today. Man, that's so awesome. I just I just love that. I think that's amazing. Well, man, Switch Leaders, we just want to say thank you for all that you do, for going above and beyond, for raising the bar to what it means to pour into the life of a student, for being mentors, for being caring, and for being loving. And we truly appreciate you. And thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today, the leader we will be tomorrow.